this meeting to order of the school committee this Monday evening, February 27th, 6 p.m. meeting. Moving on the agenda, executive session not at this time. Call to order and a salute to the flag. Mr. Hughes. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one, one nation, nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. School committee members and student reports. School committee chair report, I have nothing to report at this time. Resource. Resource, nothing at this time. We'll be meeting tomorrow night. All right. School building needs. Nothing at this time, meeting tomorrow night. Policy committee, Mr. Horgan is, is not with us. Um, student support committee, and we have, okay, we don't have uh, that individual. School personnel committee, that's me. Nothing at this time. Executive committee, nothing as well. Student representatives, you're on. <laughs> Good afternoon, fellow school committee members. It is so great to be in the presence of you all again today. Tonight, we have some very important and exciting events that we'd like to go over and, dis and discuss with you today. <clears throat> this includes recognition to the students from Memorial Middle School who have received the Scholar Award from DSE, Stephen Bate on his accomplishments in track and field, and the Fitchburg High Black Student Union for their magnificent celebration in light of Black History Month. Along with this, we would also like to give thanks to Gear Up for bringing in a great motivational speaker and give some updates on current events taking place within Longjo Middle School. Firstly, we would like to acknowledge the students from Memorial Middle School who demonstrated expectational academic achievements and were awarded by the Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. With this, we'd also like to shout out Stephen Bates for placing third overall in long jump at the meet of champions this weekend. Congratulations to you all. Next, on Friday, February 17th, the day before sending out students for February vacation, Fitchburg High School's Black Student Union, run by Mr. Demo Demos Dennis, also known as Mr. D, put on a performance to highlight black history and black excellence overall. The showcase consisted of a fashion show, including traditional wear, formal wear, and street wear, an interpretive dance, and a lip sync concert. The performance was extremely hyped throughout the entire auditorium and radiated so much energy, forcing everyone in the crowd to get up and dance along to the songs. The performance did so well, we even earned a spot in the local news, which is all the club could have asked for and more. So as a participant and leader of the club, thank you. In addition, Longjo Middle School had their Valentine's Day dance before break in which 290 kids attended. Longjo will also be handing out 82 certificates to students who had perfect attendance for their first trimester this week. We would like to also thank Gear Up for providing us students with a great motivational speaker, D1, a rapper from New Orleans. He came here to talk about his struggles and how he didn't always, didn't allow those setbacks to deter his path and cause him to lose focus on what was really important. Mm -hmm. He performed his songs for us as well as was overall a great speaker to have and motivate and, and inspire as kids. Lastly, we would like to give a quick and final shout out to the boys basketball team and the entire community for working as hard as hard as they have to get to where they are. Although we've had some minor setbacks, there's no better team than the Red Raiders. Let's kick off the playoffs with a bang. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions, comments? 
Yes. I just have one comment. The game, the boys' basketball game is at 6.30 tonight. Yes. <laughs> Double checking. Which means you've got to get over there, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on the agenda, uh, approval of the regular meeting, the Fitchburg School Committee from February 6, 2023. Motion to approve the minutes. Second. Motion made and seconded to approve the minutes. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed is unanimous. Thank you. Thank you, girls. Thank you. Thank you. Communications. I have I have one from Miss uh, Mrs. Cragen. Okay. Uh, she wasn't she. I thought she was coming in virtually on that. No. Don't see her. No, in okay. public comment she is, but not for these communications. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Stratton players open to all free meet Monday. The last Monday of the month from 7 to 8.30 p.m. at the Main Street Studios, 675 Main Street. It's collaborative, work on a joke, a five-minute set, a humorous public speaking for teens through adults. Meet up Monday, February 27th to March 27th, April 24th, 7 to 8.30. Zoom invites available, RSVP. Email sallycragen at gmail.com. Also, help the members of our city keep their dogs safe. Be positive, friends of Fitchburg Dog, Fitchburg Animal Control, Fitchburg City Clerk, and Fitchburg Police Department present Dog License Poster Contest. The purpose of this contest is to educate students and their families about the importance of licensing their dogs for the safety of the community. If your dog gets lost, the dog license helps the dog get back home. Applicants must be students at Fitchburg Public Schools, grades one through six. Love your dog, love your license. Draw your version of what, love your dog license, love your dog, license your dog means. Please not include those words. We will make sure that slogan is included on winning posters. Posters must be created by the student and be original work. No tracing, collages, digitally produced images. Colors may be used. Markers are pre preferable, as winning posters will be copied and distributed in the community. All entries must fit on an eight and a half by 11 inch paper and orientated vertically. Student's name, school, and parent's name, address, email, and phone must appear on the back of the poster in pencil. Prizes include a trophy and a goodie bag. Contest timeline, bring your poster to the principal's office by Friday, March 10th, 2023 at Rheingold School, Crocker, McKay, Longo, and Memorial. No late entries allowed. Winning posters will be announced later in March. Thank you from Be Positive. Any comments? Seeing none. Any further communications from any members of the committee? Seeing none. Public comment. We Anyone have wishing to make a public comment? Someone virtually. Hi, uh, Jessica Jacobson, Fitchburg resident. Um, I'm here to give some of you a notice of intent to file a claim against your public official insurance. Uh, below is a list of laws, including but not limited to laws I'm, that you I'm have. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, file it. Uh, of intent for what? I'm sorry, I missed Against the... your public official insurance. Public official insurance. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Thank one you. few of you that have taken an oath of office 
are um, insured under the public office um, okay. insurance. Um, I don't know where I was. Um, there are some di discriminatory practices that are in the public schools that have been um, ignored. I've sent a few emails. I haven't had a response. I've been trying to get a policy committee meeting on them, and I haven't really had a great response on that. Thanks. Um, you too. Let's see. Um, we're de demanding you adhere to your own policies, including but not limited to the ones listed here. Um, are a few quotes from your own policies that are being failed to uphold. Promotion of a cause within a classroom are inappropriate and unscholarly. The Fitchburg School is committed to maintaining a work and educational environment free from all discrimination and harassing conduct. The right to study under the competent instruction of an atmosphere free from bias and prejudice. Um, one of the many victims that came in uh, actually tried to speak at one of the counselor meetings and got pointed at and yelled at. Um, so I don't think the victims are willing to come out anymore. Um, and that's really unfortunate. Uh, so I'm just going to hand you guys these. Thank you. Thank you. I have two for Rosemary and Maria tonight. We'll add them to their packets. Oh. We'll add them to their packets. Okay. Um, Dr. Knight even um, was aware of this too, and her reasoning for not responding to the email was that she's too busy with her own school. So that was disheartening. And she was more upset that I didn't ask that child's pronouns than his story about getting beat up in school. Um, so that's very disheartening that the pronouns and that information seems to be more problem uh, more concerning than the fact that this kid's actually getting beat up um, in school, so. All right. Yes. Hi, my name is Jean Robbie. I live in Fitchburg, and I'm here to kind of piggyback on what Jess has been talking about. Um, we have too many issues going on in the schools. We have children who don't need to be learning about um, all the different flags and what they all represent. They don't need to be learning about the color of their skin and how they're different. They need to be educated because they're gonna be our future. And I don't know how, ma how many of you want to go into nursing homes, but I sure don't. Um, these kids are learning from grown-ups. They're learning the ideologies of grown-ups that they don't need to be learning. They're learning that they're different because of the color of their skin. They're learning that they're different because their sexual preference. They're learning that they're different because, well, this one has this going on, this one has this going on. It needs to stop. We need to stop it at the school level. The administration that's uh, administering our kids, the teachers, they hear something out here and they're in there and they're pushing it on these kids. These kids had no idea. My granddaughter, four years in, in fourth grade, she's had a friend since preschool. And this friend of hers, it, it, it's quite obvious that this little girl is not a little girl when she grows up. But that's 
Let her grow up to be who she's going to be. That's what we need these kids to be. They need to grow up to be who they're supposed to be, not who these teachers are pushing on, these counselors are pushing. Oh, well, you know, and please, this all has to stop. All the flags, all the politics needs to stop in the schools. We just need education. Can we do that to our kids? Please. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone further wishing to make public comment? Sally is on virtual. Yes. Well, she, Sally was going to speak on some on, on I think the yep, field trip. I'm here. <laughs> Sally, were you going to speak on the field trip? Uh, um, yeah, I'm going to. Hi, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm only across the street at the stand-up comedy workshop, um, okay. but I'm going I'm going to use the Zoom because I can't project quite that far. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I wanted to speak about um, the, the field trips that are coming up. So I'm really excited. I was always excited to see field trips, and I know that Mrs. Fisher is there to support the, the field trip uh, permissions, but we've got Rheingold Elementary School attending Fitchburg Public Library, um, uh, we or we had them um, attending in May, in February. And then we also have uh, the Longshio Middle School sixth graders doing an overnight to Gorham, New Hampshire through AMC. And I just want to say thank you so much to the teachers who are organizing these trips, to the administrators who are doing the heavy lifting with the administration and bureaucracy that goes with these things. I know from talking to many, many parents that children who go on field trips and children who, you know, learn outside of the classroom as well as in classroom have a much more enriched sense of the world around them. And I just was delighted, especially to see the New Hampshire field trip. We are a city with woods on every, in every direction. We, I, I was at Crocker School today with B-positive therapy pets for their very wonderful after-school program. And we talked to dozens of kids. And the kids who are there getting enrichment through the after-school, when I asked them, do some of you hear coyotes at night, a bunch of them raised their hands. And I think that we're acknowledging, you know, that we've got a really diverse school group of children and everyone's coming from a different place. But the fact that our, you know, our leaders, our educational leaders take the time to make sure our kids go on field trips, get to be with their classmates in a more, you know, informal environment and especially the library, which is I'm sorry, Crocker Field is a jewel, but the library is a jewel too. And these are children who, because they're going to the library as children, will, like myself and my own children, grow up going to the library. So I just, I'm taking off my hat virtually to say thank you so much for putting together field trips. And I really hope that the families watching um, will applaud you as well, because their kids will come back with stories of wonderful, positive experiences and very much enriched. So th thanks, you guys. And we'll talk to you at the next meeting. Thank you. Thanks, Sally. Questions? Just, just a yes. comment. Yeah, uh, Peter. Uh, I know I'm getting old, but when I was in the fourth grade at Laurel Street Elementary School, every fourth grader in the city walked to the public library and we were shown the library and we were all got our first library card when we were all in the fourth grade. And uh, I don't know why we still don't do that today. Take every 
pick a grade, whatever it might be, and uh, take them to the library and have them get their library card. Thank you. Thanks. <clears throat> Any other questions? No. All right, moving on, superintendent's report. Okay, thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, tonight we have an update on the Crocker Elementary School MSBA project. We have John Bates of Colliers International, our owner's project manager with us remotely, and uh, John will give an update in, on, in terms of the general contractor bid opening that happened during Valentine's Day, and he can share out some of the, uh, I guess, the love from that meeting, or the, the <laughs> bid results. So it's all yours, John, can you hear us? Uh, I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? Yes. And can you see my screen, which I'm we attempting can. to present? Yes. Okay, great. So uh, thank you, Superintendent. So on February 14th, uh, we had our general contractor bid opening for the Crocker Elementary School project. And um, we had four general bidders participate in that bid opening. And the lowest bid that you see highlighted there in our bid tabulation sheet was from Fontaine Brothers, uh, general contractors out of Springfield, Massachusetts, with the lowest bid of $57.469 million. Uh, you will see that the, uh, as compared to our construction budget, which uh, is given here, $61.391 million, Fontaine was close to uh, $4 million under our construction budget. So what that means is, uh, for one, we have a project uh, that we can proceed with. Uh, it also means that we can carry within this project the two ad alternates that we had held aside in the event that the bids did come in favorably and we would have enough budget uh, to take those alternates, the first one being uh, the air conditioning system in the administration wing, and the second ad alternate is an enhanced exhaust system throughout the building that's going to benefit the building from a a cost uh, savings life cycle standpoint. So we're taking both bid alternates in addition to the base bid. And in doing that, we still have a surplus um, budget of about three and a half million dollars. Uh, so in addition to uh, being the lowest bidder, Mass General Law also requires that Fontaine be what's considered uh, the responsible bidder. And by definition, that means that they must demonstrate the skill, the ability and the integrity necessary to faithfully perform the work under this contract and according to Collier's review of Fontaine Brothers qualifications, in addition to our own extensive experience with this contractor, we do in fact find them to be very well qualified as the general contractor for this project uh, with a particular expertise that they're bringing in the K-12 construction market. And I'm going to share uh, just a, quickly a few examples of some very recent projects that they've been uh, underway with DeBerry Swan Elementary School in Springfield, Mass. That's a 155,000 square foot new construction building. Similar art project, it's done in proximity to uh, a fully occupied elementary school. So that will be the case with our project as well. So they definitely have experience <laughs> with that. Uh, Doherty Memorial High School, another project that's a very large project. You see the budget amount here of 240 million. Uh, also done in a, in a fully occupied high school. Northridge Elementary School, large elementary school project in Northridge, again done in proximity to a residential neighborhood, so they do have a lot of experience in doing uh, complex construction projects in residential neighborhoods and alongside existing schools while maintaining that school function. Uh, Worcester South Community High School, another large high school, 360,000 square feet, and then Northfield, Mount Hermon. All similar projects, again, K-12. We do find them to be 
very good to work with. Again, we've worked with them in the past with great success, and we're looking forward to doing it again. Uh, just like to share the, the next steps quickly. So on March 23rd, uh, we hope to be under contract with Fontaine and we hope to issue a notice to proceed. And uh, the following week, we'd like to have a kickoff meeting with them, with the OPM, with the architects and with the district. And then we'd start to see some limited activity through the remainder of the school year on site. That would include the installation of some site fencing, uh, perhaps the delivery of construction trailers. It would be a, a limited impact in terms of uh, how it affects the school day for the principal and his faculty for the remainder of the school year with the, the real construction process kicking off in full in the summer of this year. Uh, and then it's a two-year construction duration that would end uh, substantially in April 2025. And I just wanted to leave the committee. This was uh, These are some of the most recent renderings that were sent to us by the architects. They couldn't join us this evening, but uh, I just wanted to share these quickly with you. This is a view of the, the main entrance of the school. This is the yard. Outdoor learning space on the west side. It opens up into a, a concrete patio for outdoor learning opportunities. This would be a rendering of the media center. A common area for uh, different types of education. A typical classroom rendering. Another typical classroom space. I don't want and there's a nice aerial shot that includes the overall building as well as the, uh, the parking and the bus drop off. Another nice aerial shot. And that concludes the presentation. Uh, any questions from the committee? Is that, is that the first time we've seen these renderings? These are brand new. Uh, huh? yeah. These are different. These ones. are brand yeah, new. These are, these are terrific. Yeah. Thank you. These are yeah, yeah. fresh off the printer as of this morning. W would it be possible to get a copy of his slides? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We, Thank you. I can. Yeah. We can. John, we can uh, email me a copy for distribution to the school committee. We'll do. Great. Looks great. Nicely done. Thank you. Questions. No questions. I mean, everything seems as expected from the last report. This update seems expected, so that's always good. It wasn't expected. We, we, we're saving some knock on wood here. Yeah. And just keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. That was in the round. Yeah, this came in, uh, uh, I think, 3.6 million. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean what was the latest estimate? Yeah. What was not expected, good. I think, was like the mayor said when we went into the bid. Uh -huh. meeting the bid opening we were bracing for you know higher more sure. and then yeah. and then the subsequent conversations of what would be our next steps but we're really excited and um really excited to be you know working with fontaine who has an excellent <laughs> reputation from everything we've been told from our our uh, opm at colliers and yeah it's just it's good news as bob said it's kind of a it's a Valentine's Day gift, I yeah. guess. That's right. Yeah. This would be like a 25, 26 school year opening? Yes, that's the target. That's the target, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. All right. Next up, we have uh, Mrs. Fisher here to talk about the field trips, or particularly one field trip to the Appalachian Mountain Club. So, so hello, everyone. Thank you. I'll be Would quick. You? Um, <clears throat> 
we're planning the uh, Appalachian Mountain Trail hike with our sixth graders. We, this is, we've, had, this will be our first time back since Pope's COVID. So really excited. Um, we ran into a few snags trying to book for Memorial. So we're gonna be able to take Longjoe because the huts are full for the time. So I'll be coming back to you probably in a couple months to ask permission to start planning for next year so I can start getting those reservations in. But the kids will be exploring um, all the different trails. They'll be doing some geology. They'll be looking at ecosystems. It's kind of like nature's classroom out of the White Mountains. It's really a fantastic trip. And we, I think we're looking at probably 50 to 65 kids right now. Um, and the school committee was gracious enough to um, cover the costs of the buses, which brought the trip down. So it's really affordable for our families. And they've been doing fundraising. So it's going really well. Any questions? How many years has this trip been held? Not counting the two years when he yeah. could do anything. So but. it started back in the 90s. Uh, Mr. Shalfo started it, God, 91, 92. Which? Uh, the AMC trip, hiking yeah. up to the yeah. White Mountains. And then it kind of, we couldn't really find staff that wanted to do it. So then um, Becky Colo, she's the math coach over at Long Show. She's outdoors person all the way and we talked her into doing it her first year so um, she's been really great about doing it and um, we get she gets a great response from the families and kids so um, it's been it's just a, it's a great trip so 20 25 years now maybe 20 years I would say I, I just think it's a great learning experience for kids to get out of the classroom to be on something like this to see firsthand some of the things that you better understand than you would just reading it out of a book or in a classroom. And I just think it's a great opportunity for, for our students, for those sixth graders, to be able to participate. So I thank you and everybody involved in making this happen. So thank you, Jim. Appreciate we'll get, we'll get the Memorial Kids next year. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's my goal. Is there any Appreciate obstacles that you ran into that you see getting bigger as time goes on, just organizing field trips? Um, it's the finances for the families. Yep. I, I wish I could just, maybe when I retire, just write grants to get funding to pay for the, the trips. If we could pay for all the kids to go, it, we'd have a lot more participation, but that's that one. There's challenge. grants out there for it. I, that's what I don't know. I need to investigate that, but with my job, it's hard to. And I'm sure there's conversations about that with you and you know all the different collaborators that are part of this. Is there any other conversations besides grants for securing that funding? It's a it's matter of someone taking the lead and being able to <coughs> do the fundraising part. That's a that's a full time job, right? You know, no, it is actually. It, it's a huge part, you know. And if just trying to find someone to do that. One year we did a fundraiser. I did a um, actually. Um, Mayor Di Natale came in and did. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? And we raised about seven thousand dollars. Yes, actually. No, I'm he kidding. Won. <laughs> <laughs> He won. All right. He won. It took months, months and months and months of a committee to do that, and that was just one event. And yeah. then we did another one at the Armory to raise money for the DC trip, um, you know, and that raised about five thousand dollars. But it's you have to have like a committee of people that want to do that work, and it's you know the parents that want their kids to go. It's great, but I need someone that wants to do it or kind of run it 
you know, it's just, it's really, it's a big commitment to try to mm. plan all those events and get things going. I would love to do a golf tournament someday, you know, to raise money for the trips. But that's be, the kind of stuff that, yeah. you know, maybe when I retire, I can <laughs> start doing that stuff. But. Well, you know, why wait, right? So, first of all, I think that's great. But I think another option would be to explore this more with, with Dr. Knight and the Student Resource Subcommittee. Perhaps it can be, a, you know, it's just something to explore and maybe talk about. Yeah. We can give her a nudge to, to bring that up. Because um, I know that there's other school districts that with very vibrant PTAs that secure funding that way, um, maybe forming a subcommittee to... Get that organized could just could be an idea um, but this is all great another thing that came up that was more of a question for Bob and central office was the one teacher will be med certified to, to dispense medications I mean the last subcommittee meeting we talked about you know the the nurse uh, the last resource committee um, you know the pay for nurses yeah, that are going to these. was this one of the alternatives that we no this says so separate what we have the option of um, having uh, a teacher when they go on the field trip right. complete a med certification right um, and that's something that the staff member goes down to the nurse's office the nurse goes over the protocols with them um, lets them know what students um, that they'll be uh, responsible for have medications right. they go over that with them how to administer it and then they're trained and they sign off and then they go on the field trip and they're responsible for that um, we are actually talking about that I think tomorrow night yeah. at the resource meeting about um, nursing right. and um, going this on field a, trips and because this is out of pay. state, does this have the same requirement as like the DC trip to have a nurse there? It, it, the problem with the nursing is certification. So if a nurse is certified in Mass, they might not have reciprocation in other states. Okay. So that's another thing that Pam Rivers and I have been discussing um, for years and and. I was med certified when I was, you know, in Washington with the kids when, you know, we go down, God, it's changed so much in the last 30 right. years, but, um, you know, one of the good things about being in D.C. is that we're right near hospitals if anything happens. So, like, two years, three years ago, we had a, two students with asthma attacks, and we went right to the hospital, you know, right. called parents, and we got to the hospital really quickly. Um, so, the med, you know, giving out medications and all that other stuff, you know, it's doable by the teachers. Um, it yeah. just depends on their comfort level. But trying to find nurses, too, has been a challenge. Right, to, I heard. You know. Yeah. Okay. And, and typically, usually the med, the meds that teachers have to give out are, you know, those daily meds. Right. Um, a pill at a certain time, mm -hmm. um, in addition to an inhaler or an EpiPen. Those are kind of the three major meds that teachers are responsible for. And most of the staff at the AMC that are the guides, they're all trained in I'm like sure. wild wilderness right. medical, I guess it's a pretty in-depth course that they have to go through. So, awesome. um, you know, we knock on wood, we've had pretty good luck. Great. One, one more question. If people wanted to make a donation, mm. how would one be able to do that? So they could, um, right, we have an account for the city of Fitchburg, so they could write a donation to the city of Fitchburg. They could mail it to me at central office, and they could say if they wanted to go to the D.C. trip or the AMC trip. Okay. All right. um, so that's been a, a nice thing to have for us. So just make it out to the city of Fitchburg and yeah. indicate where you want those yeah. funds to go. Okay. Yeah, right. and they can email me okay. um, or just send it right to central office, and I'll get it. They just put Jen Fisher on it, and they'll get it, okay. and I'll get it. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate it. And what, what about uh, if you wanted to adopt a kid to go, you know what I mean, is that, 
You want to adopt? Oh, like for the trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not an expert on that. You want to adopt a Tommy? <laughs> oh, they used to call it adopt a kid. When we, you, you don't have yeah, 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 yeah. Sponsor, sponsor, whatever, sponsor, whatever. Sponsor, yeah, adopt, you know, same thing. Not take them home. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> no, after the trip. <laughs> we, we do have several students, and, and the teachers adopt. Ad sponsor children quite a bit so if there's anyone out there that wants to um, sponsor a child for the trip um, they can contact me and I can get them the information via email is the best way to get a hold of me but um, we've had people in the in the uh, we had a former student who went to law school and he sponsored two students for the eighth grade trip because he just thought he had such a great time and it inspired him to become a lawyer so he was able to pay for two kids different agencies uh, DCF covers kids that are in the kids are in foster care any students that are um, homeless they their trips are covered um, so you know the more at risk and needy families we, we try to help out but the teachers are usually know right away like okay yeah I want that kid to go so this is really important so they do pony up some of their own money to, to sponsor a child and then also to add to that our schools with our active PTOs they also fund field trips um, some of them pay for costs for admission in addition to the uh, cost of buses yeah. um, so that usually is the parent-teacher organization yeah. that, that supports yeah. that Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Be safe, everyone. Thank you. You too. The, the other field trip, uh, as we had that the last previous meeting, was for uh, approval to go to the Fitchburg Public Library. Tonight's uh, approval form is for Rheingold second grade to go. And the just a correction on the agenda for action item 23-235. It should be March 10, 2023, instead of February 10, mm -hmm. 2023. So February 10 has already passed us. March 10 is coming up. Um, I guess, Mr. Roach, can you just give a quick update on the yep. grants for submittal and acceptance? There's several um, action items related to grants there, 23-237 uh, and 23-238. So grants to submit, there are two, the United Way grant, uh, in the total of $5,000, submission deadline of March 10th, and the, that is uh, to fund supplement um, program, summer programming, uh, student participation in a Hanover Theater STEAM project, and then the Safer Schools and Communities Initiative, the actual uh, increase to that to $150,000. Um, you can see a note that we did uh, discuss $50,000 at the February 6th school committee meeting, uh, but it made sense to try to pursue it at three schools instead of just one, because what it does, and, and this is, is done with, in conjunction with Fitchburg Police Department, um, it provides local equipment and technology um, <coughs> to enhance school door locks and locking devices. So it actually is to request a submission of 150,000. And then one grant to accept, uh, high quality instructional materials implementation grant in the amount of $108,000 and that grant supports districts in implementing recently purchased tier one core high, core quality instructional materials in math, ELA, science and digital literacy. And that's it for the grant items tonight for submittal and acceptance. So, Mr. Chair, ready for the action items. Yes. Uh, Make a motion to bundle 
uh, action items 23-235 through 23-238. So Second made and seconded to bundle 23-236 up through and including 23-238. <clears throat> All in favor? Aye. Aye. All motion to accept 23-235 through 23-238. Seconded. Motion made and seconded to approve 23-235 up through and including 23-238. All in favor? Aye. All opposed, it is unanimous. No need for executive session at this time. Motion to adjourn. Motion made. Seconded. Seconded to adjourn, all in favor? Aye. Aye. We are adjourned.